we'll be going through scripture, thinking about our faith, and preparing ourselves for the day. Stick around. Good morning, everybody. Happy Stress to the Nines. Today, it's Tuesday, November the 3rd. That means it is Election Day in the United States, although it's been more like election season with how many people have already voted. Before we get into our scripture today, I would remind you of a couple things, as I have been doing over the past few Stress to the Nines, about our responsibilities as followers of Jesus in this challenging season. Uh, 55% of Americans say that this will be one of the worst days of their lives. Over 70% of Americans expect there to be violence either tonight or during the week ahead. So we, as Christians, are called to love our neighbors, to love our enemies. We're called to pray for those who persecute us, and we are called to be peacemakers. So I'm going to give you a very tangible homework assignment today if you should choose to accept it. Think about some people in your life who mean a great deal to you beyond your family and send them a message today. Call them, shoot them a text, send an email, tell them what they mean to you and tell them how grateful you are that they are in your life. Put some positivity into the lives of people you care about and people who have meant something to you on this day. It is vitally important that we as Christians, as followers of Jesus, Make sure that we do our part to bring peace and love, compassion, empathy, and the hope and grace of Jesus Christ into this world, particularly on a day that is going to be so stressful and fearful for so many of our fellow Americans. So that's your homework for today. Now let's get on with the 11th chapter. We're going to read verses 15 through 19 today of the Gospel of Mark. Let's listen for God's word. Then they came to Jerusalem. And as Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves, and he would not, and he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He was teaching and saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. And when the chief priests and the scribes heard it, they kept looking for a way to kill him, for they were afraid of him because the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So what's happening here is that Jesus is functionally moving the temple from a geographic location into a body. The presence of God was symbolized by the temple. Uh, For Jewish people, that symbolized God's presence in their midst and in their lives and in this world. What Jesus is saying here is that God's presence is symbolized in him, not in a building and not in a specific place. And upon his death, God's presence is symbolized in his people, the body of Christ. We are the temple. It's vitally important that we remember this designation and remember this description. 
our sanctuaries and our cathedrals, these are not the manifestations of God's presence. It is us, you and me, people who call us, call him, call ourselves his followers. We're the ones who embody God's presence in this world, which is why it's so important that our lives, our actions, and our words all point to the truths we believe about God. We believe God loves us unconditionally. We believe in God's grace. We believe in forgiveness. We believe in the power of words and language. We believe in sacrifice and humility. We believe in caring for the lowest of the low and challenging the highest of the high. This is who we are. This is who we are called to be. When Jesus destroyed the temple court that day so long ago, he was sending a signal not only to those who were worshiping at that time, but to those who would come after him, that the nature of our worship and our identity as his followers had changed, that God's presence asked more of us than building edifices, but instead asked of us a very way of being, a way of living. This is why Jesus told everyone to repent and believe the good news before he proclaimed the gospel to them. Repentance was the first step, transformation, going the other way. This upending of the temple courts and changing the practices that had been traditional was a form of communal repentance. It was an invasive act by Jesus to point to the transformation that was to come. We are the body of Christ. We are the visible presence of God here on earth. That's what God has called us to be. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we ask that you would be with each of us, that you would grant us peace, calm, and serenity, that you would help us to show love to those around us, help us to love our neighbors this day, love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us. O Lord, we ask that you would guide us and strengthen us and encourage us as we walk the path that you have laid before us, help us to be your body. Help us to invest in our brothers and sisters, to love them with all that we have. We pray this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, peace.